2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Men TV. It's uncensored match build. The worst wave ever. What is that?
3: I, I waved to the camera
2: yeah. like this. <laughs> when you said hello, everyone wow. went. So we played Stoke at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, crunch clashes. It turns out so, uh, Ross and I did the running show a couple of weeks ago. To keep referring to it was a belter. Um, we talked about it at the time. Ross was how. <laughs> The fixtures fell favourably for us around a Champions League, so at the time, potential Champions League semi-final. Um, the two teams most likely to be relegated. As it turns out, West Brom didn't go quite so well. Stoke also not not quite as relegated as we hoped they were going to be coming into this game. But um, the way it's fallen, the way we've left it for ourselves, four points will secure Champions League again via domestic qualification for next season. We really need, look, we can get four points from Chelsea and Brighton if we have to, but let's be perfectly honest and let's think of it from a Jürgen Klopp perspective, he's going to want to get three points, get it in the bag and make life a little bit easier between now and the end.
4: Yeah, I've said this for the past couple of weeks, even before the City games, just, I know I said make them a nothing, but what I meant was just have top four secure and have that pressure off your team going, you know, we can rest some players as and when we need to rather than... we're down to the bones already in in some places we mentioned before we recorded midfield especially uh, we're lacking very thin and Milner who's not ageing but he's significantly older than the rest of them playing three games in a week intense or two intense games in a week is a a lot for him Um, for my own security and peace of mind (laughs) I wouldn't mind three points on the board just to go Chelsea game can can be like a draw and it won't won't really matter and then the Champions League game is is there for after Um, but yeah you need to I'd rather go full strength again. Absolutely. I think I
2: think Ross is right in terms of the in- intensity of the games. John, like Rome's going to be something else. Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to be the, the, all the might of the Romans behind them, trying to get, trying to you know create another miracle and whatever. That's going to be something else. But you know, again, this is a Stoke side battling. This is a Stoke side who will take heart from the West Brom game, and this is a Stoke side who have got that snidey fighting, battling quality in them, they'll relish using that and they will be looking to boot us off the park to try and to try and upset us in any way they can.
1: Yeah, and exactly. And you know what their team talk is going to be like. They're going to be down. Their head's not going to be on it. It's going to be a difficult game for, I think, everybody just to, after the huge emotions of last night just to try and get back in zone again and to, and to try and get everything going. But it, it's such a vital, a vital game, really, because we don't want to be going into Chelsea having to win it, um, particularly after coming back from Rome. So... It's a case of kind of just rolling up the sleeves and getting almost one last win just to secure that, really, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, completely. It's um, we did a bit of a, a bit of this on the on the podcast, Chris, but this is this is what it is. This is who we've got available to us. We'll talk a little bit in a minute about preferred 11s and some of the midfield options because I think it's an interesting discussion. But there's a degree to which yeah, under other circumstances. Maybe if the game in the first leg was a little tighter, if we didn't have a three-goal lead, or if we picked up two more points against West Brom, we would have the option to go a touch weaker in this, but I think we've kind of got very little choice but to go as strong as we possibly can. Yeah,
3: I think that's the the case. I think, you know, Players are going to want to be focused on the Roma game, but they've got to know that this is the bread and butter. And Jürgen Klopp will not be letting these players rest on the laurels. We've seen we've had a couple of disappointing results in the Premier League. You know, it
2: unravels quickly, doesn't it? Does, it does. Yeah, you
3: know, Everton, West Brom, and then all of a sudden, you know, you've got two draws, uh, and 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 teams can close in on you. The the difficulty that we've got is that. I think Jürgen Klopp in a normal situation will be, be going into this and going, get a couple of goals up against these and the Reds will drop and, and the Stoke players will be looking at it going, well, we saw that against West Brom and they were able to mm-hmm. get back into it because Stoke will be thinking exactly what you said, Jonathan. These lads are going to want to start resting at some point during this game and if we're in and around close enough to be, to be within a, a, good, a decent result, we can hit them towards the end of the game and they probably won't want to be in it. They'll be thinking about the next game and stuff like that. Favorably, We played on Tuesday. We've got an early kickoff and then we've got to Wednesday, so I think we can afford to go full strength in that regard as, as well. well. You know, you're looking at what four or five days between each game it's sad. It's yeah. not
2: too bad at all. Absolutely. For you, do we? Would you change formation for this game?
3: No, I don't think so. I think it's about securing the points, and I think it, for me, it's about putting your best team out there and saying, use this as a dress rehearsal. For me, it's about getting the two centre halves in and getting them up against Peter Crouch and going, you're going to come up against two big men at the weekend. I want you to have a little bit more practice against Peter. Crouch today mm. um, and, and that's what it's about for me I, I wouldn't be changing formations I wouldn't be doing anything I'd go out there play your game keep in rhythm because it's difficult sometimes is it when you change formation to stay in rhythm I was actually really impressed with how well Liverpool played after making changes sometimes you can make a few changes rest a few players and then the first team come back and it's not quite the same these lads were exceptional the other night and I want them to be exceptional if, we're, if we play anything
2: fifty percent like what we played against Roma will snot, sh- stoke. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've seen a couple of different options, haven't we? Um Roster of the season. Look, we know, we know by and large what Jurgen likes. We know what his ideal is. We've adapted when we've needed to adapt. Though you know, we've seen a few away performances where we've got a, first, a pseudo four four two, but more like a four two two two. We've seen us play three at the back a couple of times. We've seen it predominantly to see to, to see games out. So we know we do have that in our locker if needs be. And the the big issue was is just with with so many injuries to midfield. We're down to our last three senior midfielders. For you. And again, well do you prefer the Levens in a second, but for you without going necessarily going into names, do you put someone in who's not necessarily a natural fit, or do you bring someone up from the from the academy who is a natural fit? Or do you protect one of your midfielders by putting just having just having two in midfield?
4: Um I was torn, but now we've just discussed going full strength and then that's just convinced me to just go full strength. Yeah. And, and get it get it done. I did toy with maybe Ben Woodburn putting him in there, but then much first team footballers he played recently, and you talk about rhythm going into, into this next game. Maybe players can just take confidence, and maybe if we do snap them, and we put say three four nil up, which is which could happen. Um, you know, Stoke are still battling for relegation, so they might give us a bit of a challenge. But if that's the case, then start resting players. Okay. What about yourself, John?
1: I would kind of look look at this a bit more differently. I, I think there with midfield being so tight. Uh, and like we're only like an injury away from we were, we've three, we played 3-3 we three three, we have 3 we three midfielders fit at the moment if anything happens in say in Rome or whatever do you take the chance of gambling at a cater unknown which isn't ideal particularly in the cold room. so I'm looking at it that we like I'm, I've my preferred level is to go three at the back at the weekend, mm-hmm. simply because it gives us... We have options to go three at the back, and I think we should get some practice in with the yeah. team, with the personnel in. Yeah. And then, because it is a it is a formation that we've, we've used a lot, we've closed out a lot of games with it, and I think it's just a more beneficial factor... Uh, factor just to try it at the weekend to get used to it, get the personnel
2: in i think that's a really good that, yeah. I, that's a good thing it's de- i think it'll definitely be in the consideration now it's not quite the same but we saw in the mid side there because we saw genie wernaldson playing in the six even though henderson was in the yeah. team because we knew he'd have to get yeah. used for that now jonathan's right it's not the same circumstances but he's right i'm not sure we, we necessarily prepare ourselves for the worst because sometimes that can creep it that can have a, a negative mindset uh, to the team but I think that's a consideration, you say, well hang on, if Curtis if Jones or Ben Woodburn are our fourth midfield option, whomever that is, whether it's the one of them two or it's someone else, for Rome, as in, if we get an injury a like, la like Oxlade-Chamberlain and we have to drop in, who is that player? I think that there's a strong case to say, <laughs> at least get them warmed into it, because you wouldn't want to drop either of those lads. At the, into the stadio olympico in a game of that in a game of that man. no i think you're right and I, th- I suppose this is where jonathan was kind of
3: uh, allu- what jonathan was kind of alluding to maybe you know we've seen out games with the three at the back maybe we go three at the back against roma and that's, that's actually practice for that mm. you know you've got checker we're going to have shake up runs as well do we play clavin do we play lovran do we play van Dijk? in that game and expect to go, you know, almost a free man to go and find the, find the find the ball when it comes into our box. Is that our shutdown strategy? Are we going to use it for a full 90 minutes because we just don't need to concede three goals, basically? Yeah, no, uh, and it could be both ways, couldn't it? It could be you look at it like because of the midfielder, because he's your fourth choice, you don't want to get into that situation. So would you play three at the back to
2: negate that? Mm. Yeah, no, very, very interesting stuff. It's, it's, it's mad. It's, Become weirdly fascinating. Yeah. It's like it, part of me is like this is just a massive inconvenience. We could just very much do with not Isn't having that a game. not just Stoke in general. No, exactly. <laughs> Stoke is nothing but an inconvenience. It's just basically a. a, a the sooner they, soon they're house. out of this league, the better. Well, it's just the thing that just makes it slightly more difficult to get to Alton Towers. That's what Stoke is. You know what I mean? It's just like, great. It's all, all Stoke is, really, and obviously a hard place occasionally to take points from. Um and a place that doesn't like flares, for um, it always rains on Mondays, mm. you'd have, uh, people would have you and and yeah, yeah, exactly like. Um yeah. but yeah, we won't have to worry about that mercifully, but yeah, it is, it just wanted to turn into a fascinating encounter because of that, because this could be, what there's a little bit of a sense of excitement for me about how we do approach this, because there is an unknown, and we'll, I think we'll get a real sense of the, of the squad, and It's a catch-22 situation, damned if you do and damned if you don't because if we go weakened and we don't do it, we put the stress on and everyone says, what are we doing putting the stress on in the league? If you go full strength, people will fear that we've lost lost something from the tank for for Rome, so massive decisions. Uh, We're going to find out what the guys represent here would do if it was up to them in a moment but before i do it is our absolute pleasure to announce that red tv is having yet another end of season live show come down get involved tickets are available now we'll put the link in the description underneath as well and get onto at the Redmen tv if you want more promises to be an absolutely incredible night and hopefully we'll have some massive things to celebrate a bit of a send-off for the domestic season hopefully Bit of a send-off leading towards the Champions League final as well. Um, yeah, very, very good sort of concierge in Liverpool. Ross, <coughs> what is your preferred eleven? Interesting.
3: Yeah. No. The why Clavin, Clarence, right centre-back.
2: Yeah, potato, potato, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fine. Go on, let's see, <laughs> let's see what everyone's gone for.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts?
2: OK, that's John's performance in three at the back. My issue, right, and I, I've gone for for Gomez at, at centre-half in this one, it's, I'm not necessarily sure we will see it. I go for preferred because the, the moving Van Dijk to the right-hand side, the moving, the, putting the on as the left-side at centre-back thing... I'm not comfortable with That's that. A, sort it of like Ross I know things. exactly. You know. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Just do it Ross's way. I'm not comfortable with that right. as a partnership at the moment. Um, a lot is predicated on client's fitness here. I think you've stuck it out with Trent, Chris. Yeah, it's Bosch. Okay.
3: No fears. No fears whatsoever. I say. I say. You know, it's a few days since the uh, since the other game in Anfield against Roma, and then it's going to be a few days until we we go and play them again. I think he's ready he for he that. Get a rest at
1: West Brom as well. Yeah.
3: You know, and then you're looking at. Chelsea, yeah, probably play him, then you're looking at West Brom, he's got yeah. uh, yeah. three weeks off before the Champions League final and you're laughing, Brighton, sorry, yeah, you got three weeks off before the Champions League final and you're laughing. Sounds like, sounds he's also awesome nineteen, man. so he's full of fucking beans, isn't he? Yeah, so he's
2: absolutely. He's um, I like, I like the, <laughs> the, I like to see the back shouts, Jonathan honest, yeah, well, I think th- the, the Trenton
1: Moreno wing back options is decent. It is, it? and like it, it, it's a fairly flexible system, and thankfully really we have a lot of players that are pretty flexible because Gomez can push on. He's played a lot of right back. You saw him play the right side of for England very well as well. He, he's capable of pushing. No, on midfield. <laughs> midfield. Sure, absolutely did not, really, not watching absolutely, absolutely, not. What's sure, the right? highlights for Gomez when he did so well? Clavin similarly can put push on and yeah. even Van Dijk if he has to can bring the ball out from the back and sit a bit deeper. If it is a case that is quite a low back. It's an interesting shelter
2: having Virgil Van Dijk in the middle because we've seen that four at the back with a, a holding mid the way we play it can sometimes be pseudo three at the back um, The issue is, is how many minutes in the legs have you got for Henderson, Genie and Milner? And if we're getting told that one of them needs to have a rest to be able to go the full ninety in Rome. Then, actually, it's it, you could do it a lot worse than Van Dijk play that centre of the three, kind of yeah, like how um, David Luiz would yes. play it or Christensen plays it for uh, for Chelsea. I think the
3: way you, I think the way you do that is you stick Van Dijk or Lovren. I think if you put if you remove Clavin and put Lovren in there, I'd be more than happy with that as a side.
1: I was just thinking Lovren is it's more just he's had a little niggle recently. It's more just getting a bit of rest. By that's the
2: thing we just don't, this is the thing we just don't know. That's what makes yeah. this so difficult is that there's there's, a, there's Klopp's going to get a spreadsheet on Friday probably or you know Friday morning or Thursday night and it's literally going to be a breakdown of every player and it's going to have a number of minutes next to them. And it's and he's basically going to have to him and the, the team are going to have to sit down and balance how they how these players play in the games. And we know Jordan Henderson hasn't played a lot of back to back games this season. Dejan Lovren hasn't played a lot of back to back games this season. That's that's massive, and I, that's why I, 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 I again I don't know what that will do it, but I like the notion of if you can if you find a way to only have to start two of the three from Genie milner or henderson it does give you the best option of freshness for the week but you know it is a very very yeah football. it's very
1: much a, a forward thinking kind of almost a tactical and um, selection i've just gone with there ju- just to try and play that game of chess for, for game for the yeah. run for the, for the game.
2: the only that uh, wanted we've all otherwise gone for the the normal front three apart from chris you've gone for ing's up i went for again. the four
3: two three one
2: yeah, I've been talking
3: about Firmino in there for ages, haven't I? Um, I don't, I don't think that we will ever do that now. I think Firmino is just the number nine. Um, but, you know what, it's a, it's a way of dropping a player in who doesn't normally play midfield for us and can fill a gap. Mm-hmm. Jonathan's gone about it a different way and put three at the back and two in the midfield. I've gone to two of those three midfielders, but I've just dropped Firmino back a level. An um, and then you get more minutes into Ingsy's legs and, you know, the same, the same back five for me. I, I like that as a team, to be honest with you. I think I, it's I think it's a solid little team, Mike. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we've got a hope in hell of seeing it. I don't think Klopp will consider it in any way, shape or form. But I like it.
2: Yeah. You know, what's telling is that we've gone in a week from basically all of us picking exactly the same team because we knew exactly what it was going to be against Roma to no one has got a clue. What the hell is going
1: on? Yeah, trying to bluff and double guess. Yeah,
2: and, and it, you know, and as I say, it breeds with a certain degree of excitement. Also
3: the, you know, you mentioned it before, the four-two-two-two, two, two, and you could play Ings and Solanke up top with Mane and Salah, or you could play Firmino up top with a, an Ings or or, or a Solanke. That's another way of getting two midfielders from the three of them. Yeah.
2: playing. Do you know, like I said, there's another one I said a few weeks ago. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, whether it's off the bench. I'd like to see Woodburn get some minutes. You know, I, I've, I've got him in my team. I put him in, in the uh, attacking of the. I put him in the right, and I put him in the Oxley Chamberlain position. Basically, I'm not sure if he's particularly suited to, but we saw him do a. It was actually from the left, but we saw him do the the pseudo Coutinho thing in in pre season, left of the left of the midfield, left of the eighth, as it were. Said this on the podcast as well that I, if he's good enough this is an opportunity. Yeah. This is a big opportunity for him. And again, I think he's you know, had experience in the in the, uh, the UEFA Youth League this season. It doesn't compare in any way, shape or form, but he has been ticking along. He has been okay. He's... It, a particular Stoke thing would be interesting for him because we've seen Trent's career jump on in a season. Look, I mean, I know he's, he had, he's actually almost, in some regards, better than Old Trafford in the game the first play the day. He certainly made a mistakes. But the... Trent jumped on. He got given the opportunity, and he and he and, and, and he strode on to the point where we now he's basically, basically our best right back. All of a sudden, Ben we'll be big chance for us for him to just go. Okay, cool. Well, here's here's a little window of opportunity. This is you know this is how footballers' careers are made or broken. Sometimes you know I'm not saying he's going to go and be a Harry Kane or whatever, but you know you can have your career written off sometimes, and it's hard to break into when the chips are down. You wouldn't necessarily choose a kid. Over a, over a senior professional, but if you've got no choice, then you know it'll be down to Klopp to tell him and say, No, mate, this is on you, go and prove yourself. Yeah, I think that's what happened at the end of last season
4: when we played Stoke away and we ended up playing Wolverhampton in midfield because we didn't have a choice, and that's kind of the only you know, opportunity he's been given sometimes. I could have been not in the FA Cup early rounds and, and the uh, Carabao Cup, whatever it's called. He's been getting like 10 minutes here or there yeah. because we've had, we've needed him, we've had to. I think this is a case where you can actually go, you can either start the game and go and put my chips down for the next season and, and make make a point of I can be useful to, for this team. Yeah. Whereas I think if you look at Trent and what he's done, he kind of, we needed him but yeah. for a, a longer period and he got more and more
2: and more chances. I would love that though, I would just love this to be that game where Jürgen y- y- yeah, just unleashes the next kid, you know, like he's he better Trent in quite nicely We've not seen too much of of, of, of the others, I guess Solanki, You know where he's where had the opportunity, but someone coming up again, whether maybe a bit young for Curtis Jones, but again, you know, he's a big lad. That that thing of like Jürgen says, I'm ready, therefore I'm ready, and we've seen lads, not, you know, actually really step up. What's he fighting
3: pressure. for, like Curtis Jones? What's he fighting for? It's probably Gruch's place in the team or something like that. You know, yeah. he might not be fighting for a first team spot right now, but an opportunity
2: to get into matchday squads for next season. Hey. Listen, Chris. I know it's still it's still a spell away, and we've still got a massive job to do in Rome before we get there. But listen, you put yourself in a matchday squad, and you put an opportunity down. I'm not saying there's no. There's at this point. There's if, if we've got our senior players available, no one's playing the way into that from the, the fringes at this point. But we might not. Well, I ben mean, might be on the bench in the Champions that's League he, final, you that's know the what I mean? And that's it, what really? he'll be
3: looking at as well, won't he? Yeah. And that's what these lads will be looking at, and they know that Jürgen Klopp trusts them. Yeah. They know that Jürgen Klopp puts his trust in young players to so go out there, and he'll trust them. And if he trusts them for Jürgen Klopp, he'll trust them against Stoke, and he'll trust them in a big game. Once you've got his trust, you've got it. Yeah. Whereas I think some managers will trust you to do a job against this team but I'll hold you back against them because I'm never going to use you. I don't think Jurgen Klopp thinks like that I and I think, think they know
2: that. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. So very, very exciting in prospect for the Mighty Reds this weekend. Um, Ross, what's your score prediction? 3-0.
1: Nice.
2: I'm yeah. saying, yeah, 3-0. Cool, 3 okay. 3-1. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take a 3-1 on this. I think I could see it being similar to West Brom, but, you know, you wanted to... I want it to be more Bournemouth than West Brom, you know? I, that's why I went 3-0 because I think the crowd at the Bournemouth game
4: actually for, it's for, a good for, point which yeah. was amazing yeah. it's going to be exactly the same this time we're on the verge Party. of going yeah. yeah to the Champions League final. We put an incredible performance in last night just G them up as much as you can yeah, no, you know, actually, That's like, a well, that. lay, lay all the way that is a fantastic <laughs> place
0: no I <laughs> yeah. ok I'm changing my answer I'm 4-0 4 get, yeah.
2: yeah and then stride on into Romans smash the Romans in their own back park, and then or cower in your hotel room, or cower in your hotel room, then and and try to not to die, uh, and, then, and then hopefully, it's you know, <laughs> walk on from there. Let me know your score predictions in the comments below. What is your preferred 11? As well, gents, it's been a pleasure. Looking forward to the game at the weekend, and I hope you are too. If you want more build up content, starting 11 predictions coming on Thursday. We've got a whole host of content. The podcast is out now as well, and uh, the redmentv.com is the best place to get in depth analysis of everything that's going on around the mighty Reds on this wonderful season. Go subscribe, and we'll see you there.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?